Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hey everybody, um, as you'll probably find out after listening, I really like Daredevil, and I can talk about the character for hours, um, and I almost did. Uh, the episode we recorded was, like, really, really long, uh, so even edited down, uh, it's gonna be split into two parts. Uh, first part here, the second part next week. So enjoy the show, and, uh, come back for part two when that's out. Hello, and welcome to In Universe. We talk the ins and outs of our favorite fictional universe. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. And today we're talking Daredevil, specifically the Netflix show. Um, Daredevil. Oh, oh, fuck. I have all of these fucking notes on 2003's <laughs> Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Don't do have, me with a good time. I love I, that movie. I have a legitimate binder right here. Filled to the brim. Oh my god, this is a mostly <laughs> visual joke. No, they heard the flap of the... That's not actually a binder on notes about 2003's <laughs> Ben Affleck's Daredevil. <laughs> I, I haven't seen that movie in ages. And from, my, from what I remember, it's, it's not... Trash. It, it's trash. It's not good. good. Um, I, the, the there are some thing... good parts of it, but it's not good. The main thing I remember, and I will probably always remember fondly about that movie, is Ben Affleck's blind eyes. Oh, yeah. Where he just kind of goes cross-eyed. He'll go cross-eyed and stare into the middle distance and it fucking rules. Well, um, the staring part uh, is actually pretty good. But yeah, the weird cross-eyed bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there... I guess yeah, we're also getting into the 2003 Daredevil film. You know what? Let's just let's just bl- do a blanket. This is about Daredevil. Yeah, we're talking Daredevil. Uh, uh, let, let's just put this all on the table. Um, it, so pretty recently and is coming out soon. The uh, Lego 
Marvel Daily Bugle is coming out, and Daredevil's in that, and I might talk about that at some point. That would be important. Look, I don't know how much you're going to squeeze out of that. <laughs> it seems like, oh, there's a little Lego Daredevil. That's about it. Look, but... okay, well, let's handle that now. First time Daredevil's a Lego, fucking Daredevil is a very simple design. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's hard to mess up that on a Lego, but, like, it's a cool-ass fucking figure. Um, I love Daredevil. Daredevil is one of my favorite characters in, like, all of comics. Probably yeah, no, he is my favorite fair. Marvel character. That, pretty fair. up there with, like, Spider-Man and, like, Captain yeah, America. I, yeah, I would say those are... I, I'd probably toss Hulk in there. I like too. Hulk, but I don't know if I'd call him one of my favorites. Yeah. I just think he's fun. I like Hulk because he's fun to watch. Yeah, no, same. Um, But... uh. I, I think I agree with you. Those top three for me, four. I the order's a bit different. Yeah, like uh, it depends me, on the day. It'll flip around sometimes. Yeah, um, for me, it's definitely Spider Man's at the top, but I'll flip between Captain America and yeah. Daredevil. For me, Daredevil's at the top, yeah. but the other two will flip usually one but, or the other, depending on how I'm feeling on the day. Fuck, but fuck, do I love those three characters? Those three if, characters rule. You give me a fucking like. Okay, so there's the whole deal where fucking uh, Netflix shows are kind of in but also not really in the mcu Um, if you could bring daredevil back recast uh a spider-man and uh captain america and and just set that as like yeah honestly this this is gonna get into a weird bit for the spider-man episode we inevitably have to do but if they had centered tom holland spider-man as protege to captain america as opposed to iron man no i'd be far more into it yeah no i was just gonna say um Honestly, the, I mean, I might just be, the, nobody might agree with me on this, but I think the best Spider-Man we have that would fit with Daredevil would be Amazing Spider-Man. I could see that. Uh, like, he's a little too cartoony to fit with like Netflix's Daredevil. He'd fit pretty decent with Ben Affleck's Daredevil, though. Yeah, I, I'm thinking more Amazing Spider-Man 1. Yeah. Spider-Man, I mean, I've... For the movie as a whole, it's a worse movie, but Sp- I prefer Spider-Man himself and Amazing Spider-Man 2 over Amazing Spider-Man 1. Um, and that's the kind of the only thing I could get. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I love yeah. Daredevil. This, I love, this isn't the Spider-Man yeah. episode. Someone we will inevitably do. Um, probably multiple times. Probably. There's a, there's a lot of Spider-Man. <laughs> and that's the thing i was just gonna get into and there's not heaps of daredevil which is unfortunate there's yeah. the movie there's the tv show and he showed up in like a couple of the the old like 90s cartoons yeah to be fair well um uh, i don't know because this this all got shifted about 10 years ago with the mcu on yeah. which marvel characters are popular or not but I think Daredevil is about on par, like equivalent, like popular popularity and known wise as Green Arrow in DC. And so well, he like, was. I'd say that I'd say that's true before the Netflix show. The Netflix show made him like a, almost a household name. Yeah, but so so did Arrow for that's Green Arrow. That's true, but Arrow's lame. Well, the first couple of seasons everybody was pretty stoked for but yes it did get pretty lame i i, 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 I never, never watched the show yeah. um, i tried I, I tried really hard 
because I love DC Comics. And so the idea of like a DC Comics TV show was a big deal at the time. Mm-hmm. And like, I tried really hard to like Arrow. I don't. It's not good. Yeah, no, none of those CW shows are really that good. I say that watching. He loves the Flash. No, no, no. (laughs) I watch the Flash. (laughs) The first season of the Flash is pretty good. Oh yeah, I fucking love the first season of the Flash. Everything reverse Flash, like you know that they're like, oh, we have this plan for like this story, and I'm like, well, fuck, people were kind of into that. What do we do now? That but this like isn't Flash talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we might talk about the Flash later. Um, There's a lot of comic characters. Yeah, let's get into uh, Daredevil and at least the Netflix show. Because I know I've seen all of it like multiple times, probably too many times. Mm-hmm. And you've seen the first season. I've seen the first season. I've either seen half of the second season or... A majority, if not all, of the Punisher bits. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, because from when we were talking before we started recording and stuff, um, because season two is broken up into the two parts. It's Mm -hmm. Punisher in the first half, and then it's the hand in the second half. Um, And the first half is great. It's amazing. Like, Punisher is probably the coolest he's been in a good long time on 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 a screen. Uh, Like, don't get me wrong. I know there's probably heaps of you Punisher Warzone heads listening. Uh, I like that movie. I there's, do. There's a fan film on YouTube. I think it's supposed to take place in the same universe as Punisher Warzone. <laughs> what a strange uh, universe! Or maybe, think? maybe it was um, the other. What's the what's other, other one, one? Just Punisher. I don't remember. I think it had a subtitle, but I, I, I can't pull it off the top. Of my I mind. really want to say Punisher Recalibration, but I really don't think that's. <laughs> I it. don't think that's it at all. <laughs> but um, it takes. It has the same actor. I don't remember which one right now. As one of those, probably Warzone. That was the yeah. bigger actor. It was supposed to, I guess it was supposed to take, but it was like, I think it was, okay, this seems way less credible after my Punisher recalibration a second before, (laughs) but I think it was called Punisher Laundry Day or something like that. Yeah, okay. It was him just at a laundry mat and he was like washing his little Punisher shirt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, he, and he sees like these thugs outside and it's pretty badass like he's like kicking their ass and everything and it's like straight up like punisher action um if you I, I think it's called punisher laundry day if you haven't seen that i remember it being pretty cool when i was like 12 don't hold oh this, i thought you were talking about like ideals. a that this was like a recent thing no this no, is like uh, this is closer to when punisher warzone came out it sounds like closer maybe. It May- sounds like I, it's still a little bit off, but uh, maybe it's more like 2014, 2015. Okay, I don't know. I could look it up, but that's but no, that's before. not the purview of this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Punisher in uh, Daredevil rules John Bernthal, uh, who's not an actor like I'd ever really thought about before this show. Like, he's no yeah. by no means a no name, like, he no. was in things. The only thing I know him in whatever else is The Walking Dead. Yes. And I wouldn't say he was particularly that good in that show. Yeah. Like, he was fine. Most of the cast was fine. Um, I don't watch The Walking Dead, but I'd seen a couple of scenes just, you know, in the, neb- in the nebulous area of the internet. 
where you can just yeah. kind of get see things. You've probably seen the first episode, and he's a pretty big deal. In I don't movie. remember I think, if I have. I think but... we've talked about the first episode. I think I might have shown you it, or that, at that... least a scene, a scene of it, because there's a scene in that where uh, Rick, Rick Grimes, the main character, he's riding his horse into the city. And uh, there, he comes around the corner and there's heaps of fucking zombies, a whole ass horde. And one of the zombie extras is drinking water. And it's the funniest <laughs> shit to me seeing a zombie be like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> Oh, that rules. Yeah, I, I, I do not recall that, but God, do I. I maybe want to see that. Like as look, soon as we're done with this, I might just look time, it up. Next time we're hanging out, maybe I'll pop on Netflix. I think it's on, and then we'll just fast forward to that one. Um, yeah, John Bernthal was like in some stuff, but I don't think he really gets a chance to really show how good of an actor he is because mm-hmm. he's kind of typecast. Even here, it's like a big tough guy who doesn't talk much because he's got a real <laughs> gravelly voice. Um, and. But in here, there's the episode towards the, the middle of the season, season two, where uh, him and Daredevil are sitting in the cemetery talking. And they just talk. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think it's a few minutes of a scene and there's no action. So, like, I get why a lot of people don't like it. That's why I like the show. Action. Yeah, that's, but, that's a literally... Because I'm not a big drama guy. I'm a and, huge drama guy. Yeah, but yeah and, no, I still got into the show for and the, the action. Yeah, this show is basically a drama with really good superhero like choreographed action yeah like like, uh and we'll get into that in a second but this scene has no action like it's purely just two Mm -hmm. actors talking to each other and it is amazing like john bernthal's performance is genuinely like super impactful like i'm not the kind of guy i don't i'd like rarely ever actually maybe never cry in movies and i actually have a story as to why i don't that i've probably told you but i don't know if i've told the listener does Uh, it have to do with your dad yeah all right i'll get into it Um, so i was probably about three or four at oldest at the oldest i was like five and me and my dad were watching this i think it's french maybe polish um like little movie for kids it's called doggy poo uh and it's about a little piece of dog poo that is alive and wants to like find its purpose in life um and eventually it uh it figures out that um like it, what it wants to do and then it dies and when it dies it is the manure that helps the flower grow and i know explaining it now it's very silly it is and i know it is right but this movie is very well made um and i was like five years old and i was crying because it's a very sad when he dies um and look my dad was also crying who was probably like a 20 something year old man at the time so (laughs) it's a very it's a good movie um and we're both bawling like crying crying like tears (laughs) streaming down our eyes crying and he turns to me mid-tear and says uh hey we're crying over a piece of dog shit and we both just start laughing. <laughs> and from that point on, I've never been able to cry at a movie again. That's I could never weird. get that invested. That's because every time you watch anything, even if it's really good, you're like, hmm, maybe this is dog shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Uh, but this this scene is good enough that like I didn't cry, but I felt like man, were I a normal person, I'd probably be crying right now. <laughs> if I had emotions. Yeah. No, <laughs> so, for some reason. <laughs> For some reason, the older maybe it has to do with like emotionally maturing and whatnot, and actually being able to like adjust and understand your emotions and whatnot. But a lot more um, like TV. It's, for some reason, it's mostly sitcoms. <laughs> like sitcoms finales and shit will really get to me. I'm like Jesus Christ. Like I just. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably the worst this is probably almost as bad as your fucking uh doggy poo story. yeah but i just finished how i met your mother <laughs> <laughs> and not the last not like the very last episode but i think the one before that or like two episodes before that like it gets like reeled out and like oh for some reason this show i've like attached on to since i was like I, for a very long team? time yeah i remember I, when, I, like early probably, on when we were talking to each other like it was one yeah, of the things you'd bring up a lot i've probably seen this show all the way through maybe nine times that's too much <laughs> that's too many times i'll say it yeah look i but anyways there is something about like i've seen the end of the show before uh, multiple times clearly like like eight yeah. times yeah but there is something about the last time i watched it that it just fucking got to me there's one bit that really gets to me and so there's the character played by neil patrick harris far in the stanchion and his whole thing is he's like a player dude who goes and has a womanizer Who's like, he was a teen doctor, but now yeah, he's like a grown there's, man. There's some pretty good references to Doogie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's got a blog in the show, and uh, the one time it shows him typing on his blog, it's the blue screen with the uh, white yeah. text with the Doogie Hauser music playing. But, um, anyways, a lot of the show is like how he's like kind of like stagnant in his life and he can't really settle down with a woman or whatever. And he's like, oh, I'll never be like that. I'll never like have that connection. And then he ends up knocking uh, one of his one night stands up and it shows him when he first holds the baby and he has like this just like breakdown with it. And I was just fucking bawling. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> this fucking sitcom that makes fucking booby and boner jokes like every 10 minutes. This made you cry, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, <laughs> but cemetery scene. A more understandable version of the thing we were just <laughs> talking about is if you were to cry during the scene, because it is yeah. powerful. No, um, um, that's the is that's the part where he's talking about like his origin, basically. Yeah, right. He yeah. explains like being with his family mm -hmm. and then them dying, like watching them die. Yeah, I always. I, there's a roof there's a similar scene where they're on a rooftop right yes that's the scene yeah, where they're okay. arguing about superhero being yeah a doing general. a superhero it's, yeah it's a oh you don't kill i kill yeah type it's, of it's the whole um like why batman doesn't kill and then why he does sometimes i guess <laughs> um, well, well i bet we've had this argument about yeah. batman but daredevil i understand he's catholic <laughs> he, he doesn't want to go down um but uh yeah those two scenes uh, i think are typical of the show in general it's 
very well acted i don't think there's a bad actor in the bunch yeah no there i am not a big like i said i'm not a big drama person because usually it's like people like doing these like monologues about oh how emotional i am but um daredevil they do have that but those are really good but it does a lot better at like the showing of the emotion like one of my favorite episodes of the first season as it's got like action in it and everything but it's the one where it's a flashback of him and foggy when they're like oh that episode college so and everything good. and it that one got me like emotional yeah. like that that one was like hmm, this is the meaning of friendship right here right yeah <laughs> um it's genuinely really really good and like it shouldn't be really it's yeah it's too- it's a fucking flashback college episode that all the, like most shows have at one point yeah that you're like oh look at this fun place our characters were and, like when the deep. show uses it as a juxtaposition of this is them first meeting and being really friendly in college and then in that same episode it's uh, Foggy just found out yeah, that he's he Daredevil and he's pissed and he's like yeah, he's he feels the most pissed. betrayed that he's ever been uh, yeah Which look I, I understand like it's not even like for me I, I understand the whole uh, like if I was a friend of a superhero and they had superpower like say Superman if I was Superman's friend I'd be like okay man I understand why you didn't tell me you don't want this secret to get out because you don't want to be captured by the government the more people know and like if but if my friend was like fucking Batman or Daredevil and we were that close I'd be like what the fuck man you're going out there fucking risking your life every night and I have no idea where you're at you're saying you're fucking tripping into poles yeah especially if you think your best friend is blind yeah no you think he's just a regular blind person (laughs) and then you find out he's running around on rooftops beating up criminals and you're like wait so you're not even really like all that blind yeah i'd be so i'm there dude you're doing this in an incredibly stupid way i could be helping like helping you out so you don't fucking die you asshole (sighs) And like that's a huge part of it. And like um that scene, the scenes like showing the two contrasting mm-hmm. rule. Uh and there's this yeah, really good um, one where Foggy like asks him uh about like, oh, uh, because Daredevil had just been like framed in the show for doing some like crimes by mm-hmm. the Kingpin. Um, because that's the Kingpin's like favorite move. Um, <laughs> but uh and Foggy's like, You did you didn't do that shit, did you? And that's like, oh, like, do you really have to ask me that? you've been lying to me for the entire time we've known each other you've been going out being a secret ninja i gotta know if you're okay with killing you exactly um and it's really good and then uh like the the genuine like character interactions which i think i remember reading uh, a decent portion of the them in college stuff was completely improvised they didn't Mm -hmm. have like a full script for that they just were like, all right, guys, Charlie Cox and the guy who plays Foggy, whose name I forgot. Be friends. Be friendly. <laughs> and it works. It yeah, really no, works. It really works. Um, and there's a there's a, a little hint in that little scene um, about I'm being really patronizing to the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> a little hint in that little scene. Uh, there's, a, there's a hint in that scene to Electra um, when uh, Foggy's like, oh, what about that Greek girl in our Spanish class or in your Spanish class that you keep talking to? Um, 
Which is really funny because that was shot before they knew they were going to go to second season and they knew they were going to do Electra. Yeah. Uh, so they actually have to retcon that a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is really, I think it's really funny because either that's a full retcon or he's talking about some other Greek. Yeah, girl. no, that's pretty good. Although I do really, the, the idea for some reason of Electra sitting in a Spanish yeah. class taking notes <laughs> is really fucking funny. Um. But yeah, like you were saying, um, like I quite like monologues. Uh, they're they're good acting, and I like acting. Mm-hmm. But um, some shows can kind of get a little heavy with them. Like uh, yeah. I was watching House of Cards recently, and it's got a lot good. It's also got a lot bad. Kevin Spacey's a terrible person. He maybe is killing the people who are accusing him. Maybe allegedly, but a lot of them are dying. Hey, well, can you stop uh, accusing him then? Yeah, no, he's an amazing Mike. Kevin, uh, Kevin, I, I Kevin can't Spacey. Principles on that. He's awful. Eat shit, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> um, but uh, that show is built on monologues and soliloquies. Um, and it's good a lot of the times because mm-hmm. for, for as terrible as a person he is, Kevin Spacey's a pretty good actor. Yeah, which no, is why that, he fooled a lot of people to think that, he that, wasn't a terrible a lot person. Of the cases. Like um, we said before, sometimes you gotta like just separate that shit yeah, because and it, it's easier in House of Cards, the little tangent, because in House of Cards he's also a terrible yeah, person. No, that's fair. But um that aside, that show is built on like <laughs> on that's probably why you were so good at that show. No, his brother his brother legitimately said that. He was like, I can't watch that show because it's just Kevin Spacey being himself and it's scary. <laughs> Uh, but that aside, uh, this show, I think, does, because that show can get a little long-winded with their monologues. It can kind of feel like it's taking up too much time, and mm-hmm. it's, it's not really forwarding anything. It can feel like the, the, the plot of the pacing is, like, holding still so you can yeah. hear it. Which can be annoying. It can be like, all right, well, I'd like to actually watch the show yeah, now. Yeah, no, I, I think I see what you're getting at with this. Um... Um, whereas I think in Daredevil all the um every single monologue or conversation between characters does something to either fulfill the plot or to just sort of give you an insight into that character oh yeah no one scene in particular that i think does this really well without it really because it it doesn't necessarily drive the plot how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. But it really gives you an insight into the character, and I think it's just a cool monologue. It is, um, I think it's like the very first scene in the very first episode where uh, Matt Murdock is in confessional... Uh, and he's just oh, sort of talking. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that one is pretty the, good. Let the devil out and his dad <laughs> and stuff like that. I think that's really cool. <laughs> that's fair. It's just, like, whenever I hear that shit, I think of that talk, the fucking knock, knock, let the devil in. <laughs> <laughs> you know on YouTube, there's- Oh, there's gotta be so many. It's with that fucking- that show and that song there's gotta be so many no but um yeah no fucking uh what was i gonna say something about uh characters it was something about when we're talking about foggy or what no that's the thing uh about the character of daredevil when you for from your like first impression of him you wouldn't really think this but his character does incredibly well with like friendships as a whole yeah like, one of my favorite like bromances in comics is him, him and spider-man and, yeah him and spider-man rules yeah um it's in the maybe not the newest as of now because i'm not super caught up but one of the newer daredevil runs in the comics there, it, the whole thing is like Daredevil accidentally killed a guy, just like straight punch. Oh, yeah, the guy yeah. couldn't cop it and died. Um, and Spider Man gives him a real hard time that entire thing because he's like, Spider Man shows up in his apartment, is like, Matt, you put that suit on again, I'm going to beat you up. Yeah, and uh, Daredevil's like, Go ahead and try, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and they never do, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest though, like, Daredevil, like. Dude, you get your ass kicked a I mean, lot. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man gets Spider-Man. his ass kicked a lot, but that's like one of Daredevil's main things is getting his ass yeah. kicked and working through it. But um, they never do fight. Yeah. But at the end of the the arc, uh, they talk, and Spider-Man's like, uh, "Hey, I wanted to apologize because the only reason I was so hard on you 
is because one time uh, I was fighting some guys, some goons. It, and I, I think it was uh, based on a real comic. With, yeah, I think it was a fight with Wolverine where uh, he's fighting Wolverine. And then there's a oh, what's her name? There's a lady. There's a lady who's involved. And she comes up behind Spider-Man and his spider sense goes on. He thinks it's Wolverine. And he thinks it's Wolverine. So he's like, I gotta hit it hard. And he turns around and smashes the lady, fucking caves her face yeah, in yeah. with his fist. And he's like, oh my fucking look, god. Worse than what Daredevil did. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> like, I mean, like both ends up with a dead person. So not yeah, that much Daredevil worse. Daredevil was like fighting but... a bad guy. Oh, I was I think the lady was suicidal. Like, I think she wanted to die. So uh, balances of the universe. No, but I fucking love Daredevil and Spider-Man. I love seeing them just like hang out on a yeah. rooftop and like uh, have a chat. That's um, what they do in this. And then they're like straight up hug. Like they have a genuinely really yeah, nice no. relationship. No, or I, um, I, I, in the Mark oh. Wade ones, they, they just hang out. And it's a little bit different because a lot of during the Mark Wade one, they were doing superior Spider-Man's art. Mm-hmm. Which means that's not him and Pete hanging out. Yeah. But him and Otto still have a pretty decent, like, like it's yeah. interesting. And he's I, one of the only ones to be like, hey, you're not Spider-Man. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a really good thing of him being, I will probably talk about Superior Spider-Man at some point. But that's one thing I love about Superior Spider-Man is to the some people, like a lot of people are like, oh man, Spider-Man's acting weird but like some people are like you're not fucking spider-man dude yeah. I know. my favorite bit in that whole comic is it with osborne because it yeah rules. it's the yeah. osborne where it's like it's at the end uh um uh, Otto fucking just gave, Otto gave him his body yeah his body back and then like uh he's osborne's ready to fight Otto and everything and then spider-man makes a joke about his purse like his little satchel yeah he's like you son of a bitch it's you yeah, yeah. and i fucking love that it's shit. so good it's such a good like scene no, but uh one of my fucking favorite bits of, it's not them being buddies or anything i mean it's them being buddies but it's a bit uh it's a bit of the rockiness of a relationship is uh spider-man's off on like just a building and uh it's when uh black cat and daredevil started having oh a yeah bit of a romance. They started and they're, macking, they're macking on a building and he could see it he's like I fucking hate my life. <laughs> yeah, I think, what is it, he's like, is this my supervillain origin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like that Spider-Man becoming a daredevil villain, and he's like, you you were macking on my side piece, asshole. Yeah. Do you really have that big of like, a room to complain? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the other things about Daredevil. Uh, How Spider-Man. much of a fucking panty dropper yeah, he is? Yeah, he is. He really gets around. <laughs> that dude, like, fucking lays trout, man. <laughs> that dude gets around the city. Um, and I was gonna say, like, uh, because that's the thing that happens with Spider-Man a lot. He's got a whole lot of love interest, you know. Yeah, well, Mary Jane, Spider- Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Spider-Man's got like a handful of like love interest. He kind of cycles through. Yes. Daredevil would just like he'll steal some from other people. Well, <laughs> yeah. like the aforementioned Black Cat, yeah. or um, he had this like pretty long thing with Black Widow, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool. I thought they worked well together. Uh, yeah, and then he's got like a civilian um, like girlfriend or or at least like all the time all the he's time. always got 
Um, that's in, in the most recent one I, I read. That's the same. He gets involved with the mob boss's wife. <laughs> you fucking kidding. Um, no, uh, I might be thinking of Iron Man, but uh, I know it, him and, or I don't know, I just said I might be wrong. But him and She-Hulk, I think, have a bit mm. of a theme for a while. They did for a which, little while. But I, I, which I, I, Thor I just recently really, got together. Yeah, no. Uh, that I don't like thinking of that. I feel like that would be, um, what's the word? Violent? <laughs> well, she <laughs> was, because in the re- recent comics, she's gone from like She-Hulk, where she regularly is like mostly sane and like mm-hmm. normal, to being basically just a Hulk. yeah. And but, so Thor was attracted to that, which okay, bud. He wants to fuck the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. No, I understand. No, but um, that is one thing I like about like it's just a weird little pocket of the fucking Marvel universe that him and She Hulk share, where it's like, yeah, we deal with the law yeah. in Marvel. Um, <laughs> in the most recent one, there's a really cool scene because the whole thing is about uh, again, Matt's identity like is going to mm-hmm. be released. But this time he really doesn't want it to happen. Um, and he, he, he killed the guy. So he's like, well, I ha-, like Foggy convinces him he has to go to trial because that's the law and you don't get to be yeah. above the law. Um, and he, he uses uh, a thing that Spider-Man did where he was allowed to give testimony in court with his mask on as Spider-Man. Yeah, because, yeah, it was against the identity of Spider-Man. Right. And so Foggy and so Nelson was able to use that precedent. To have the trial for Daredevil. Which is a really cool... Because the Spider-Man one was like a fun, yeah. jokey kind of thing. Like that has one of my favorite bits where... Uh, it's Because it's a deal. It's a whole yeah. argument with Jay Jameson. Yeah. And Spider-Man's up there and he's like talking about how like... JJ's always hated him and he's like I think it's because I'm black <laughs> <laughs> and like JJ starts pulling his collar and sweating he's like I, 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 yeah, I didn't know how could I know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's like it was just like a fun little like little like what if we did this with Spider-Man for a bit that they actually tied in a cool way later yeah. on with Daredevil as in uh, superheroes in the Marvel Universe can come to court as their superhero. Right, they can testify. And then in this one, they use that precedent to say, well, if they can testify, then they can be on trial. Mm -hmm. And that that way, Daredevil gets, uh, you know, is on trial for murder. Yeah. Whereas Matt Murdock is Yeah. Right. Um, I think he I, even goes to jail as yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's the really that's cool... Not to be confused with the other time he goes to jail as Matt Murdock, the devil of Cell Block D. Yeah. Um, it, which, fucking superheroes in jail. Oh, yeah. That one rules. It's him always and one of my favorite. are bits. both in jail at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... It's basically like uh, like a pressure cooker. Their normal like fighting thing is there. But now they have to be even closer to each other without <laughs> like any support or anything. That's it pretty rules. good. I'm, yeah, I'm always a fan of a superhero stuck in jail for a bit. It's it's a good like and way Daredevil's to it a, Yeah, Daredevil's a good one to uh, do it with. Um, no, I think it's really funny in the show Daredevil how often because you don't really think about it a whole lot, but they bring it up heaps because he's blind. How mm-hmm. uh, how many non like vocal like things we do around people 
like shrugging or nodding and then every time they do it there's like a little beat where the person's like oh shit you're blind yeah but he can <laughs> he, he does know that so stuff. much shrugs or like nods but it's like in his in uh during his secret identity like foggy's yeah, the one no. usually points that stuff out foggy's like oh the, she just did a curtsy it was adorable and it's like yeah because <laughs> he can't see yeah no I, I, that's one of my uh that's a thing um yeah, <laughs> that, that's a thing I enjoy that pops up a lot when uh, blind characters around. Yeah. Like they do it a good deal in Avatar: The Last yes. Airbender with Toph, and I really enjoy that. Um, yeah, like I think at one point, like Karen Page, like is like, look at Fisk, he's doing this as he shoves a newspaper in his like towards him. <laughs> yeah, and he yeah, just I think I remember there. that. <laughs> that I like because he just like Daredevil. His whole thing is. Yes, he's a blind character, and but his power basically is. Yeah, I'm not blind. I'm not blind. Uh, but that, like, when it's like a piece, a picture on a piece of paper or whatever, he's still blind to that thing. Like, he can't read the. Piece uh, of that paper. was a a bit, and I think the Mark Wade run. He's infiltrating this, like I think it's AIM headquarters, uh, and he's got to do some stuff, and um, he gets inside, and he's like, okay, I know there's a computer here, and I know there's a keyboard. But I have no idea what's on the screen or what yeah. to press to get it to go. <laughs> so I just can't really do anything with this. See, that's why you get yourself a guy in a chair. You have a little camera strapped to the side of your head. And Foggy sitting. Just wear a GoPro. And he's like, all right, look, look up at the screen. All right, click these keys. <laughs> now, uh, since we're talking about Spider Daredevil and Spider-Man, and uh, like the little scenes, I know it's a fa- it's a favorite of both of ours when uh, they're fighting together and they're fighting the character uh, Blind Spot. Oh yes, it's so good. his ability his is power. to blind whoever he touches. Yeah, if he touches you, you go blind. <laughs> and I love he does the classic villain theme like, oh, I'm beating you now. Whoever I touch goes blind and he, and he grabs, grabs daredevil by the by ankle like the ankle and spider-man turns around and he's like dude you don't know how fucking unlucky you are <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the next the next scene over the next panel is blind spot getting thrown through a fucking window <laughs> which is is real funny because like his blindness serves twofold secret identity wise no one thinks a blind lawyer is Daredevil. Yeah. And, and no one nobody knows Daredevil, Daredevil is, blind. is blind. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, in the Wade run, there's, a, there's the great bit, and I know we both quite like it, where people are like, oh, like he gets exposed. Matt Murdock is Daredevil. But he's like, no, I'm not. I'm blind. And has to go on like a huge thing where he's like, I'm not Daredevil. And he gets yeah. the Christmas jacket. He gets the fucking shirts. Maybe one of the greatest things It's I amazing. Love I love it so much. Yeah, no. It, yeah, I, we fucking both of I, I got you that yeah, shirt I have specifically shirt for that. That just says, I'm not Daredevil. <laughs> it's so funny. I love that that whole comic because like, it's full of people who are like, because they don't think he's got superpowers. That's yeah, that's not what they're suspecting. They think he's faking being blind. And so people are, are like, we'll try to surprise him, grab something and throw it at him. 
and he knows yeah, it's gotta, there. Yeah, he's got to let it. He's got to let it hit him in the sense. head and be like, oh, "I'm blind." And there's plenty of times if you'll just be like walking down the street and someone will like throw a bag at him, and he's just like, oh, "I've got to let it hit me." See, I think that trick would work much better on Spider-Man because it's a reactionary thing, or like if Spider-Man, Spider-Man would have sense to goes Spider off. Sense. Yeah, unless. Unless he's looking at whatever's being thrown and at him, and, himself then, to and then he decides, okay, I have to let this hit me. Right. And but if be, it's coming at like the back of his yeah, head. Yeah, someone hucks a brick and he's like, whoa, fuck. <laughs> but he, that's a thing with Spider-Man. He always fucking overdoes that bullshit. Like, he'll oh, like yeah, set he'll something like and do like a fucking backflip yeah. and it's like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, I ate my green vegetables or some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh let's get back to the the show daredevil uh and to the thing that that both brought us to the show and why we like it so much the action because it is amazing it's so fucking good and it's so surprising that it's um the first of the netflix marvel shows and still the best of them yeah i mean they would have learned I know some people would disagree. Like, I know there's a lot of really big Jessica Jones. Yeah, and that's, I watched a decent bit of Jessica Jones, and it's pretty good. Like, Kilgrave's a great, mm-hmm. great villain, and uh, Jessica Jones herself, like, is very good in it. But the action in it, I just can't yeah, see how you no. could even compare the two. The one it's show. The different, um, different styles of action. She's yeah. got super strength. The one show I was actually very. When before it came out, I was like, oh, so this show is probably going to like take all the cool action of Daredevil and up it was Iron Fist. Yes, but it, but like, it just doesn't. It, it just doesn't. It doesn't get like there's nowhere in any of those shows. There's a couple I, I could think of of cool action moments, but there's no consistent this is such a good part of the show. Yeah. The rest of the show is already really good as the um, action in daredevil right like that that fucking hallway scene in oh the in, first the se- season, in the second episode cut man yeah it's so good that's like just one of the best like superhero fights ever ever and like i know the they were a thing before like that scene is inspired by old boy and stuff like that but i swear that like that that was like started a trend in more modern like yeah. movies to have long take fight scenes and, and stuff I, like I that. I love it. I love that. I, I love a one take. That's like one of my favorite like oh, little yeah. gimmicks in a movie. And each season of Daredevil has one. And it's like, I don't know about better because I really like the first one a lot. Uh, yeah. But like they, they really up the, the go every single time. Mm-hmm. Each one is longer and has more going on. Uh, in the second season, he's fighting uh, up like a or down a building uh against these like bikers and he's got one of his hands is taped to a gun and then the other one is chained so he's got a chain that he's whipping around and it rules uh and then in the third one which you haven't seen um matt murdoch goes to the jail that uh, wilson fisk was in um to get answers and the entire basically because fisk controls it opens up the jail on him and just is like kill this guy yeah every single prisoner inside and um it's like massive it's like a three minute unbroken no edit like they they said that they put in spots where like if we need to edit this is where we'll do it but we did it and we didn't need to Mm -hmm. um like no editing completely one shot 
of just Matt, no suit, no nothing, just fighting in like a suit and tie, like criminals and like <laughs> corrupt guards. And it's it's amazing. It's so cool. Yeah, imagine one fucking it's just a guard who's like he's not fully corrupt or he'll go beat up that blind man. But he's like, oh, I'm not gonna do anything about it. You say they're watching that, he's like, this guy says he's not daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a guy doing his job and he just sees this fucking quote unquote blind guy just trounce like an entire wing of prison oh yeah to be fair in this season or at least in that moment he's pretending to not be blind he's pretending to be just a, another lawyer uh, in fact he stole foggy's id to use that so he's <laughs> pretending to be foggy but <laughs> No, not really. He just stole his ID and is like, my name's Foggy Nelson. Yeah, no, but one person, like, because you got to sign in for yeah. that sort of thing. So one person like, goes back to check her. And like, <laughs> and like, oh my Foggy God. Nelson beat up Foggy an Nelson? Person? I think Foggy goes to the Daily Bugle. I think Foggy Nelson is Daredevil. And then they look at Foggy Nelson, this pudgy dude. <laughs> and they're like, I don't think so. I, I, I just don't see how. I mean, like his fucking ripped ass friend, maybe, but he's blind. <laughs> he's blind. <laughs> um, no, there's this um, like thing I read about the third season of Daredevil where they basically took all of the major characters and they wrote the entire story as like each one of them are in a smaller story where they are the mm-hmm. protagonists. Um, and so every single character gets something to do and like has like genuine like oh they seem important they seem like they are the main character of this show like karen is um a reporter she has some cool bits where she's like like genuinely a very good reporter Mm -hmm. like that's something you don't see a whole lot because being a reporter comes up heaps in superhero stuff like it's kind of like the default job for a superhero or superhero friend or love interest Uh, and you don't actually see a whole lot of genuine like investigative journalism in mm-hmm. superhero stuff. It's just not usually. Yeah, part it's of it. mostly the superheroes like goes to them or is them and is like, "This is what I learned while superhero." Right. Tell people, which happens here too. But mm-hmm. it's also like like Karen genuinely finds information that is like pivotal to the plot. Yeah. Or uh, Foggy, who's running for DA. Uh, and like figures out like Fisk's whole plan and like has like really good like speeches and stuff like he's genuinely like if you just watch those bits it's like oh so this is like a political show <laughs> and Foggy's like the charismatic protagonist huh that's cool uh, if it is still connected to the MCU I would very much like to see Foggy's take on Sam Wilson Captain America oh. like that speech he gives and Foggy's like yeah no this guy's pretty cool <laughs> um yeah that would rule <laughs> uh I hope like because there's a lot of talk of Daredevil Charlie Cox Daredevil being in the next Spider-Man movie mm-hmm. and I kind of hope he doesn't just because I've made it clear I'm not the biggest fan of yeah. these movies, and I don't. I I think with how they're talking about what the next Spider-Man movie is or might be, I think that Netflix Daredevil in the just being a part of the MCU as a whole. That's I always fine. Thought yeah. it was weird. I think that's well, okay. I I always thought it like 
seems it's like totally a, a little bit different. You were yeah. forcing to fit because you got all this fucking street crime and beating up these thugs, and it's real fucking grounded. And then they're also like, oh yeah, but it, a month ago aliens attacked New York. Yeah, but that was like part of it. Like um, that's how they explain because Daredevil was written in the '60s, back when there was a huge crime wave in New mm. York, and Hell's Kitchen was genuinely like a terrible yeah. place to be in. But nowadays, it has been heaps gentrified. And it's actually like really big in the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like it's a nice place to live these days. Um, and so the the reason the way that they make it back into kind of a shithole, they're like, yeah, back when like the aliens invaded, this place got hit hard. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, it's it's like a good way to use that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But like, if say it wasn't connected, like it's a good way to be like. Yeah, it is connected. This is how we could connect it. But say it wasn't connected. It wasn't even a daredevil, sh- like a comic show. It was like this show where this guy, he's just training to be a vigilante and everything, going out and fighting people on the streets like this. And they're like, yeah, and also aliens exist. Yeah. And we're like a big, like our 9-11 that just happened was aliens. And yeah. there's magic and wizards. And it, hate- it just... It that's just, comics, though. It, yeah, that's always com- the case. Yeah, I, but comics, comics Daredevil is more grounded than most of other comics, but it's oh, not yeah. as grounded as the Netflix. That's show. fair, but it's still like, like that's just sort of the thing you always yeah, get a cop with Daredevil. You just kind of, yeah, you just, it, it's just. Uh, but what I'm saying is that's always been a bit of like of a. A little bit of a sticking point, yeah. That's a weird issue. But if they bring Daredevil, that Daredevil, into the movie where there's supposed to be like fucking Spider-Verse. jumping. Yeah, that I bet. Alfred Molina. Wacky for it. Although I would love to see Daredevil fight. Well, that's not my... my, I would like to see Daredevil fight Spider-Man 2 Doc Ock. I think that would be pretty fun. But I would want it if I did see that, you would have to do Ben Affleck Daredevil. <laughs> I that's that's my biggest dream is if I could have one wish of a genie, it would be I want an like a Avenger style Marvel crossover, but I want it to be made in like 2009. And I want <laughs> I want Toby Maguire Spider-Man. Fucking Ang Lee Hulk, oh, Ben yeah. Affleck, Daredevil, uh, Nick Cage, Ghost Rider, and, uh, just the Fantastic Four, fucking Blade. <laughs> Give me toss in some of the X Men up in there. Oh, that's one that I don't think happens very much, but would be cool. Blade and Daredevil working together. Yeah, yeah, no, I think they. I think that's happened once or twice I, in the I, Marvel think, Knights I think thing. It's, I think it's happened a, a couple times, but I don't think it's ever been like in anything yeah. like other than the comics Although, well, even in the comics i don't think it happens it back, super uh, often to tie it uh back full circle in the new daily bugle uh yeah. said they're adding blade who's also being first time an official lego many figure mm. <laughs> <laughs> full circle baby <laughs> fuck i'm good at wrapping it back around <laughs> Thanks for listening to part one of our two-part Daredevil special, I guess. Um, Tune in next week to hear the stunning conclusion. Thanks for listening. Bye.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.